How you guys doing? Uh, welcome back to That's Cool. I hope you guys all had a great weekend. Uh, I know where I am, where I'm from uh, in Mass. It was really hot out, had some uh, great weekend weather and stuff like that. So I hope you guys are having a great, had a great weekend. Uh, looking forward to Crush this week. But um, yeah, welcome back to That's Cool. And today we got a lot in store for us today. So without further ado, let's just dive right into the picks. So my picks for today, you know, last week was a interesting week. I think it was, you know, a very frustrating week for us betters, right? Uh, we both won one, one and two, a lot of games that were blown, cough, cough, Mavericks, right? A lot of teams that underperformed like the Florida Panthers, right? Stuff like that. So definitely uh, looking forward to rebound this week and uh, to crush this week considering last week we had some very unlucky and bad beats. So right now, looking at my first pick of the day is the Boston Celtics. Now, when I'm recording this, it's currently 1130 in the morning here in Boston, Mass., right? So if Marcus Smart plays and Jason Tatum play, I'm taking Celtics. Obviously, if Smart isn't playing and Tatum isn't playing, then I'm not taking the Celtics. But I might even go as far to say, if Grant William, if uh, Robert Williams, excuse me, doesn't play, then I'm not taking the Celtics. So, if Robert Williams, Tatum, and Smart are all playing, I'm taking the Celtics. I don't care if Jimmy Butler's playing, right? If PJ Tucker's playing, if Tyler Hero's playing, or Kyle Lowry's playing. To me, it doesn't matter who, like, who the Heat have on the floor. I think it matters who the Celtics have on the floor. So, as of right now at 11:30, it's still too early to tell. But I'm saying this in advance, uh, and I'm telling you guys to look at you know, the injury report constantly throughout the day before the game, before you bet it. But if the injury report comes back clean, then I'm taking the Celtics. And if not, I'm probably going to take the Heat plus eight in this game. My second pick is I'm going to be taking the New York Giants. Right? Or, I said New York Giants. Wow. I'm taking the San Francisco Giants. Um, they're minus 140. I'm taking a money line. I think that, I mean, yes, they're playing the red hot Mets, but Right now, their best pitcher, Alex Cobb, is on the mound, and they've lost four in a row, right? I know they've been on a slump, but I just don't see them continuing to have this downfall and this rough patch, right? The Giants are a good team. They got their great organization. They got to bounce back, and I think they do so tonight with a big win over the Mets. Kind of, you know, get them rolling again, you know, get them confident, get them rolling. And then my third and final pick is I'm taking Avalanche Moneyline. They're up 2-1 in this series. Yes, the game is in St. Louis. Yes, St. Louis did beat them once in the series already, but I don't really think that's going to matter. I think Colorado is easily the better team. And yeah, St. Louis might be a little more experienced, but I don't think that's really going to matter. So I'm taking Colorado, San Francisco Giants, and Celtics money line if Robert Williams, Jason Tatum, and Marcus Smart are playing. And if they aren't playing, or if Robert Williams isn't playing and Smart and Tatum are playing, then I'm taking the Heat plus eight for tonight. So those are my picks. Obviously, yesterday I did not release any picks. It was just that kind of a week where, you know, there's too much uncertainty, too much bad beats, right? So I didn't want to give some picks out yesterday and end the week on a bad note. So I thought, you know what, let's just take Sunday off and let's just get right into it this week. Now we're going to discuss some NFL news. First things first. So I was at the gym today. I don't really know if this is a story that's going around. I looked it up before this just to make sure it wasn't and it wasn't. But I was at the gym today and, you know, have the TVs at the gym and I'm looking and I see on GetUp that they're talking about should Aaron Rodgers show up to OTAs or, you know, if he should sit out. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, 
how dumb of a question is this? You know, how dumb of a take is this? You know, Aaron Rodgers just signed what a fifty million dollar, forty million dollar contract, right, for four years, right? It's like you, you knew what you were getting yourself into. You were a free agent. You did not have to re-sign back in Green Bay, and but you decided to. You, you, you're, you decided I'm going to come back to Green Bay no matter what. So you come back to Green Bay, and now they're talking about should he sit out OTAs? You know what I mean? It's stupidity. Aaron Rodgers should not sit out anything this year. You knew what you were getting yourself into. You knew the organization. You knew the people in charge. You knew everything about the Green Bay Packers. I don't want to hear some bull crap justifying Aaron Rodgers sitting out. Anyone who says Aaron Rodgers is justified for sitting out of OTAs is clearly a moron and does not know what they're talking about when it comes to football. This guy signed the biggest contract of the offseason, right? He has no excuse to sit out, none at all. I don't care if they lost Devontae Adams, right? You you didn't know if he was coming back when you made your decision. You knew that. So I don't want to hear any of this crap saying Aaron Rodgers, oh, Aaron Rodgers just sit out on OTAs or blah, 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 or camp, whatever. It, no. You show up, or if he doesn't show up, if I'm the Green Bay Packers, I'm cutting him. I'm being honest. I'm cutting him. I'm sick and tired of his drama and all that crap he burns to Green Bay. He's the reason Green Bay isn't winning. Not the GM, not the organization, not the coach, none of that crap. He's the reason. All right. All right, I'm done that Aaron Rodgers rant. Now, some other news in the NFL. Dan Snyder, the coaches or the owners, I believe, are voting on if Dan Snyder should be stripped of his um, ownership rights of the Washington Commanders. Yes, he 100% should be. The fact that this guy is still an owner of an NFL team is blasphemy. It's crazy to me, and it makes no sense. This guy should no longer be an owner. The, I think it was sexual assault charges. I think he had some racism involved with him. I'm not even too sure the whole situation, but all I know is that this guy's not a good guy, right? So this guy should 100% be voted out. It should be unanimous, honestly. I don't see how anyone can say this guy should still be a owner of the Washington Commanders, right? They're a terrible team. He has not made them any better since, you know, they're, they're trash. He's got to go. No questions about it. He's bad for the league. And the one free agent signing, uh, Jadavion Clowney signs a one-year, $11 million deal with Cleveland, right? He re-signs back to Cleveland. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess Cleveland thought they needed another pass rusher. I, I don't follow Clowney that much anymore. I think Clowney's washed. So, yeah, good sign, I guess, for Cleveland. I don't really know, but I guess they thought that he was going to be a good move for him. So, all power to him, right? All power to him. And just looking at college football, I mean, there's not much news going around, right? Not much happening in the world of college football right now. It's actually pretty dry. So we will not be covering much about college football probably in the next week or so unless something really dramatic does happen. So without further ado, let's dive into what today's episode is going to really be about. I saw that recently, actually, I think either today or a couple of days ago, um, that actually on the 23rd, I believe, yeah, on the 23rd, which is today, that, um, what the hell is it called? NBC Sports released their power rankings for next year. Obviously, it's early, right? All that stuff. But I'm going to break down their power rankings. I'm going to give them, give my thoughts on what I like, what I don't like, right? And all that stuff. So let's first start from the bottom, right? And work our way up to the top and see what I like and what I don't like about it. So they have the Houston's at 32, the worst team in the league. You know, I I think definitely Houston is not a good team, but I don't know if Houston is the worst team in this league. Um, teams that come to mind for me is Carolina, 
right? Seattle, teams that don't have much, right? So, I mean, yeah, you can put Houston at last, sure, I guess. But, all right, we'll put Houston at 32. That's fine. They got Carolina at 31. I agree with that. Um, they don't really have a quarterback. Yes, they got Matt Corral, but, yeah, I agree. Um, there's not much optimism in Carolina right now. It's not really a hot spot. So, yeah, I can agree with having Carolina at 31. If it has Atlanta at 30. Um, yeah, this offense does not have a lot going for them. Yeah, they drafted Drake London and they have Kyle Pitts with Desmond Ritter, right, coming in to watch behind Marcus Mariota. But even then, this offensive line is horrendous. And yeah, no, I no, this team is still not that good. He has they have him going seven and ten, which to me is blasphemy. I don't see how Atlanta wins seven to ten games this year. Actually, maybe do do I have him win seven to ten games? I hope not. But no, I don't think they're going to be that good. Jacksonville 29. Yeah, I can definitely see Jacksonville being 29, if not maybe even a little bit higher. Just because with all the moves that they made, that this team should be drastically improved. Um, They dumped a lot of money in free agency. So if they're not better, I'd be honestly pretty surprised. So 29, I'd say is a good spot, maybe even a little bit higher. But yeah, I like it. Chicago at 28. He has the same exact record I have for him, too. I have him at 6-11. and 11. They have him at 6-11. and 11. Um, Yeah, I, I'd agree. You know, they have, they have some potential. They have some upside with, you know, Justin Fields. But other than that, this offense is terrible. You have Justin Fields and David Montgomery, and that's about it. So, yeah, no. The, the Bear, I'd even say the Jacksonville Jags are above the Bears. So, we'll go from there. Jets at 27. Yeah. Eh, that's tough. I'll give it to them. I think the Jets will be definitely improved too. I think they improved more than like the Jaguars and the Bears and all the other teams that we've currently mentioned. So yeah, I guess you could say the Jets at 27 is not bad. Washington at 26. No. To me, no. I think that's a team. That's a great example of a team that I don't think is that good. Uh, Doug Peterson. Yeah, they brought in Doug Peterson. But no, I don't think that the Washington football t- or commanders are that good i've never really been high on them uh even last year so even with doug peterson i don't think he makes a difference um nah i think that this team is not going to be better than the jets or the jags i think they're going to be just as bad as those teams honestly uh they have not a lot of optimism down in washington yeah you have gibson right but Gibson had a horrible year last year, right? And you lost Sheriff, your best guard, right? You're, you've been losing some key pieces on that offense. And players like McLaurin don't really even want to be in Washington anymore. So it's not definitely not a good look for Washington right now. They're going to they have a tough, they got a lot of problems. Seattle, no shot. They have Seattle at 7 and 10 this year. They, these guys got to be drunk. Seattle is, in my opinion, could be the worst team this year. It's absolutely horrendous. They have no quarterback right now. If they get Baker Mayfield, yeah, you know, yeah, I could see him maybe being twenty-five in the twenties, right? But they're not going to get Baker Mayfield. Drew Locke. If they think Drew Locke is going to win them seven games this year, they're absolutely drunk. They're out of their mind drunk. It's it's stupid. That's absolutely stupid. Seattle twenty-five right now is the worst take that uh, NBC Sports has. That's a horrible take. Giants at twenty-four. 
Yeah, I can see that because just because I think the Giants made a lot of improvements. I think they had one of the top five best drafts this year, which will be another episode later this week. Um, but yeah, I think the Giants definitely improved a lot. I think it's this is a big year for Daniel Jones, right? It's going to come down, down a lot to him. He's either going to be the guy or he's not going to be the guy this year. So yeah, I think the Giants will be better this year, 100%. At 24, though, yeah, yeah, I can see him better than a lot of the teams we just mentioned. So I'm okay with the Giants at 24. Pittsburgh at 23. Yeah, Pittsburgh at 23 I think is good. Um, it's not even that the quarterback situation is not the best. You know, that yeah, they have Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky, but I think it's because their offensive line is, is still bad, right? Their offensive line is still terrible. So it's still going to be tough for them to, you know, make more make bigger plays, right? They're still going to have to rely on the short passes and a terrible run game, even though they have Najee. So, yeah, I can see Pittsburgh at 23. They have them at 9, 7, and 1, right? But, you know, it's it's tough. You know, it's tough. It's really tough. Um, it's tough. Oh, they're, oh, this is last year's. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm an absolute moron. This is where they have... This is their, they're giving their records from last year and then they're going, oh, all right. There's, this is still their updated rankings, right? Um, but they're just comparing where they ended up last year. Okay, I'm an actual idiot. So, sorry about that. They have Arizona at 22. Yeah, I'm absolutely going to agree with this hot take. I don't think Arizona's going to be a team that's going to be that good this year. I think they're going to regress a lot. Um, Yes, Kyler Murray's on the team, and I'm. You guys know how I feel about Kyler Murray from my last top ten quarterbacks. I don't think he's a top ten guy. I barely think he's a top fifteen guy. But with Diahop out, right for six games, or I think thirteen actually. Um, I don't know the whole T Hop suspension, right? But yeah, you have Hollywood Brown. I'm not too big of Hollywood, right? Not too big on him. And then Christian Kirk left, right? And they lost Chandler Jones. So this team, to me, is like the Dallas Cowboys. They got significantly worse in a division that got some teams got significantly better. So, yeah, I can see Arizona at 22. This might be a little too low, but I don't think that they're going to be a top 15 team this year. I don't. So I can totally, I can understand this take from NBC Sports. Colts at 21? Yeah, no, you lost me. You absolutely lost me. This team is not going to be the 21st team in the NFL. No freaking shot. No chance. This team's going to be a top 15 team at least, dude. Put it this way. They went 9-8 and eight last year with a bum Carson Wentz, right? A terrible Carson Wentz. Yes, you have Matt Ryan now. I'm not saying Matt Ryan is such a great quarterback, but Matt Ryan is not washed, right? Matt Ryan is not washed at all. He can still make plays. He was in a team in Atlanta that did not have an O-line, and did not really have weapons for him. It was only, you know, Kyle Pitts. Now he's got Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell, Jonathan Taylor, Moali Cox, a, t- a tight end who's decent, right? So I think that this team is definitely going to be improved with Matt Ryan at quarterback. That's So no, Colts at 21 is a horrible, horrible, horrible take. That's an awful take. Awful. All right, now, don't get me wrong, guys. I'm big on the the Detroit Lions this year, right? I'm very big on them. But at 20, 
like how can you put the Detroit Lions over the Indianapolis Colts and the Arizona Cardinals? I, that that I can't do, right? That I can't do. So I'd put probably the Lions at 22 right now. I'd definitely put the Lions over Pittsburgh just because I think that the Lions – actually, no, you can't do that. Nah. Yeah, it's – I don't know. I'm still optimistic of Detroit. I love the culture that uh, Dan Campbell has brought in, right? So – I don't know, dude. The Lions are a tough team this year. I definitely don't think they're going to be garbage like a lot of people think they will be. Minnesota at 19. Yeah, I'd put Minnesota probably from 19 to like, you know, 15-ish. You know what I mean? Somewhere around there. They have Cleveland at 18. Now, Cleveland is a tough one. Why is Cleveland a tough one? Yes, I do have Cleveland winning the division, right? But if... Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson has to play every game for that to happen, which I think he will. If not, this team is not going to make the playoffs, which we all know, right? We all expect that. So it's tough. 18, when you put them at 18, right, you're basically reliant. You don't know where Deshaun's going to end up. If you know where Deshaun's going to end up, this is easily a top 15 team, maybe even top 12, top 10 team in the NFL with Deshaun healthy. But I can understand why they put them at 18, right? No one really knows what's going to happen with Deshaun, all that stuff. So I can understand 18, 100%. At 17, they have the New England Patriots. Yeah, I agree with this. I think a lot of New England fans are delusional right now. Um, I think a lot of them think, oh, you know, we still have a chance to win the division. Oh, yeah, we're going to be number two. We can make the wild card. No, we are, we can't. I don't think we're even the second best team in this division. Yeah, it's Bill Belichick, but, you know, is Mac Jones going to be better in year two without Josh McDaniels, who's one of the best QB coaches, QB offensive coordinators in football? We'll see, right? I think we got worse in free agency. We got worse in the draft. So, no, I don't think that New England is a top 15 team. You could even argue that New England's lower. You could argue that New England's like 18, 19, maybe even 20. I mean, I'd put the Colts over New England. I'd put Cleveland over New England. You know, I'd put Arizona maybe even over New England. So New England is definitely one of the most overrated teams this year. As a Patriots fan, I'm even saying that. Like, I'm a realistic Patriots fan. I'm not a delusional one like a lot of us are. So if that offends a lot of New England fans, I'm sorry. you got to be realistic, man. I agree. Miami at 16. Yeah, I'd say Miami at 16. Who do they have over them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess you could put Miami at 16, right? It's going to be all really depend on how um to a plays this year but they got tremendously better man they brought in teron armstead one of the best tackles in football or football they brought in um tyree kilton already good offense with jalen water and mike jacecki so i mean look that's an unreal offense that they just put together so yeah i'm really a fan of um miami this year i think miami's gonna be a sleeper team 100%. And Pats fans, like I said, Pats fans do not want to admit that Miami's better than us this year on talent and on paper and probably will be playing better than us. We don't want to admit it, but it's true. Dallas at 15, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe even lower. Dallas got tremendously worse this year. Tremendously worse. They did not bring in, they did not resign Collins, which is a big loss for him. And Tyron Smith and Zach Martin are both 32. And they've missed a lot of games over the last two years due to injury, right? They lost to Mari Cooper. Yes, this is a perfect. NBC Sports got it right with this one. 
The Dallas Cowboys are the 15th best team in the NFL, maybe even lower. They got worse. I'm not a believer in Dak Prescott. I'm not a believer in Mike McCarthy. I hate Jerry Jones. This team, there's no optimism with this team. Every year they hype him up, no. Zeke, they pay Zeke a boatload of money. He's gotten worse every single year of his career. Don't believe me? Look at his stats. This is a great take. Dallas is not going to be a top 15, top 20 team, or excuse me, not a top 10 team this year. This one I also agree with. I also agree with this, and a lot of people aren't going to agree with this, right? Denver at 14. I agree with this because why? I Russell Wilson, to me, is an overrated quarterback. Um, I discussed that in my top 10 quarterbacks. You know, he'll give you good production the first 8, 9, 10 weeks of the season, but then he disappears the, the second half. He's constantly done that in his career. Plus, he's 32 coming off an injury, and to me, this uh, Denver team is not much better with weapons than Seattle was, right? Seattle had DK and Tyler Lockett. They have Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. You can even, I mean, Seattle has better weapons, in my opinion. So, yeah, I definitely agree with Denver being 14. I think they could, I think they're the worst team or second worst team in this division. That just gets the most hype. So, yeah, those are two great picks by NBC Sports right there. Denver at 14 and Dallas at 15. I think those are great picks by them. And then they have the Raiders at 13. See, this is where I don't really agree, right? They So they have San Francisco at 10. I agree. New Orleans at 11? I don't think so. I think there's too many questions in New Orleans with the quarterback play and the coaching, right? So I'm not ready to put New Orleans as a top 12 team. Tennessee at 12? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, Tennessee's going to be not even a top 15 team, in my opinion. So, no. I don't think that Tennessee will be a top 12 team. So, that's why I think that the Raiders can can honestly be at 11 here. And you can move New Orleans down one, even Tennessee down one, maybe even more. Right? And pull teams up. Like, I'd put the Colts at 12. Maybe the Colts at 11 too. Right? That's just me. Um, we all know Tennessee, no A.J. Brown. That's all I really need to say about Tennessee, and Ryan Tannehill is not that good, right? New Orleans, Jameis Winston, how's he going to play? Right, yeah, you brought in Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave, right? Good weapons, right? Good weapons to help Michael Thomas. But again, Jameis Winston, a lot of question marks there. And with no more uh, Sean Payton, a lot of questions. Las Vegas, yeah, they have some questions, but are you going to tell me that the season that Derek Carr, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, um, Z Jones, who's oh no, he's no longer on the team. Um, what's his name? Oh, what the heck? Renfro, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, and Drake are gonna be worse than Tennessee in New Orleans? Absolutely not. No shot. That's just not realistic at all. So for that reason, I'd move Vegas up to eleven, hundred percent. San Fran, I agree. You know, you don't know anything about Trey Lance. You don't know anything about Debo. But let's say Trey Lance can't play and Debo can't play. Yeah, I'd put him at 10. So looking at their top nine, this top 10, this should be interesting right now. Philadelphia Eagles at nine. Yes, they 100% got that right. 100%. I've said this in my um, Super Bowl prediction episode of this podcast. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles are the most, or they're my biggest sleeper team this year. I think this team has the most potential 
to do great things. I think they're going to win the division, right? They got better across the board with James Bradbury, with A.J. Brown, right? This team, yeah. Jalen Hurts is going to take a big leap, too. I love Jalen Hurts. So watch out for the Eagles. I love the Eagles at nine here. Baltimore eight, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that just because, you know, you got to see how it plays out with Lamar and his injury, right? How they come back and play and with the loss of Hollywood Brown, right? You're going to have to see how it plays out. Um, If not, I could see Baltimore even at 12, right? I could see it being Baltimore 12, um, Colts 11, or Raiders 11, Niners, Eagles. You could put even the Raiders at 8, in my opinion. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how um, Baltimore plays out. Cincinnati at seven, yeah, I 100% agree with this position as well, too. I think that a lot of teams are, a lot of people are automatically assuming that Cincinnati is going to be that insane team this year. Now, don't get me wrong. They did dramatically improve that offensive line, which was their biggest weakness. But still, you know what I mean? Do they have the Super Bowl hangover? You know, they lost C.J. Uzma, the tight end, which is a, he's a, he was a big factor in that offense. So... Let's see how it all plans pans out, but I definitely see Cincinnati at seven, maybe even a little bit higher, but not too much higher from that. All right, this is dumb. This is just dumb. Uh, this is dumb. Tampa Bay at six, stupid, so stupid. Um, yes, they lost a lot of players, but let's just be honest. When you look at the NFC, all the top teams in the NFC got worse, except the Rams. Except the Rams, right? Dallas lost Amari Cooper, Cooper, and Randy Gregory. Saints lost Sean Payton. Arizona lost Chandler Jones and Christian Kirk and D-Hop. I think the Bucs are going to be easily the second seed, maybe even one seed this year. So I definitely move the Bucs up, especially at who they have at number five. Like, are you kidding me? Actually, no, this list is horrible. This top six is horrible. They got Tampa Bay at six. They got Green Bay at five. Horrible. Horrible. No. The Green Bay is not going to be a top five team this year. Absolutely not. Then they have the Rams at four, which I think is also stupid. The Rams are going to be um, above four. And they have Kansas City at three. Why do people still hop on the Kansas City bandwagon? Kansas City is not a top five team. I, If anything, I have Kansas City at six. And I'd have Tampa Bay at four. I'd have LA at three, right? And then... I'd put Cincinnati even at five. So how the hell are you going to put Kansas City at three when they got dramatically worse this year? Dramatically worse. Oh, oh, I'm looking at what they're saying for their reason of defense. They say Marquez Scant, Valdez Scanton, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Sky Moore are going to make up for Tyreek Hill. You're absolutely ridiculous. You're out of your mind. That's the dumbest take I've ever heard. Yeah, they brought in a Justin Reed right? They're younger players, but Justin Reed is not as good as Tyran Matthew and Tyreek. And those three bums I just mentioned for wide receivers are not better than Tyreek. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life, bro. That's unbelievable. Chargers are two. Yes, that's a hundred percent accurate. The Chargers are the second best team in the NFL. Not a question. No question about it. A hundred percent. They brought everyone back and they included Khalil Mack and they brought in JC Jackson. Yes. Can't, they're my t- t- pick to win the Super Bowl. I bet 100 on them to win the Super Bowl, man. Yes. And obviously, they have the Bills at one. Yes. So, looking at how this list 
played out. Um, NBC Sports, uh, three things are clear right off the bat. They, they love Mahomes, they love Aaron Rodgers, and they hate Tom Brady. They hate Tom Brady. So, um, no, Kansas City won't finish three. Green Bay won't finish five, right? I'm not too big on this list. I'd say it's like a C, maybe B. But, no, this list was interesting to say the least. Like, I'm looking at the NFL power uh, ranking list right now. And, you know, they have Green Bay at six, right? Tampa Bay at three and Rams at two, which you can justify, right? Bengals at four, Niners at five. Like, you can justify that. You know, they're smart. They have the uh, Packers at six, Chiefs at seven, right? Chargers at nine, which is stupid. But, like I said, they have Raiders at 10, smart. Ravens at 11, also smart. Colts at 12, thank you. Good pick here. Eagles at 15, eh, right? But like I said, Titans lower. Titans at 16, great. Um, New Orleans Saints at 18, great, right? So these guys were a little bit smarter with their pick. So, yeah, I don't know, man. These, this NBC rating was not probably the best power rankings I've seen. So that'll wrap it up for today's um, episode of That's Cool. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Expect tomorrow's episode to be a little bit later. Picks will be posted on Twitter considering I'll be on a flight down to Florida. So expect a podcast maybe around 7.38, maybe, maybe earlier, but plan around that time. So without further ado, guys, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.